happens after any school has had inadequate judgments um, and there's an expectation that Ofsted then returns for a monitoring visit within 12 months of the last inspection. Um, so ours happened in June and that then there's a period of time, what the, they hope is 30 months after the previous inspection, which was last July, the school, as long as everything is seen to have made progress at the monitoring inspection, has the potential to be good by the time of the next full inspection. So we knew that this monitoring inspection was happening. You just mentioned 30 months, yep. so there'll be further monitoring inspections. No, no, so there's just one monitoring visit that takes place because there's no further um, aspects. So, for example, if, if the monitoring visit said that there were more things mm -hmm. to do, um, in terms of adding further areas for development, they could potentially come back again. Yeah. Um, because the school has made progress in all of the elements, there's no need for them to get come back again within that interim period. Yeah, so the monitoring inspection, as you said, does say that um, St Sampson's High School is making progress in the key areas around um, leadership, quality of education and safeguarding. I think yeah, those... and attitudes, yeah. 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 So if we just go through, I mean, making progress can be quite a loose yeah. overview, can't it? Absolutely. But... And if you if you look in terms of how Ofsted report, they can I there's only two things that they report. They either say you're making progress or you're not making progress. Mm. They're, they're yeah. very broad terms in terms of what they are. But it was the making progress that we wanted to achieve. Um, they don't at this point say whether it's good, excellent or whatever that might be. So they don't grade it. Mm -hmm. They just state in terms of what they can see we're on the right track. And that's really what I would say is that we're not yet there yet. But in terms of some of the things that we've put in place this year, we can build upon over the course of the next academic year to ensure that we make the gains that we need to. OK, so in terms of the making progress, then what were your key aims going back a year when you sat down and you thought, right, well, we need to work on this? Safety has to be the first thing. You want children to feel safe in school and mm. children need to feel safe. Staff need to feel secure in the, the environment that they're in. Mm. Um, and there's no way on earth that any head teacher wants to lead a school where safeguarding is insecure. Um, so that had to be the real aim. And for me, Unless you've got disruptive free classrooms, no matter what is tried to be taught within a classroom, the quality and, and the outcomes are affected if classrooms are disrupted. So that had to be the first port of call in terms of what we were doing. So behaviour um, and raising attendance so more children came to school more regularly over time. And we've made real strides in that area. Um, it doesn't mean that we stop doing all the other bits and pieces in terms of the curriculum, things like that, but we had to ensure that the systems were in place and it was a real, you know, those structures were really sound for us to be able to build on. Um, and achieving consistency across a whole school, both for staff to employ those strategies, but also students to understand, takes a lot of time in terms of changing yeah. cultures and expectations. Um, and that's something that we've really worked hard on and children and staff and parents are noting those differences and can feel the changes. And as people grow in confidence, then that ensures the impetus of change keeps growing um, over time. So that's been really important. A couple of the areas where you mentioned, obviously, children feeling safe. There were, a year ago, you know, some quite serious concerns over bullying within the school. And there remain some concerns. Some children still say they don't feel safe in terms of bullying in the school, but it does seem like there's been... Yeah, I, I think the words that we use were uncomfortable, but some, some children yeah. feel uncomfortable in school. And, you know, can think, you never want that for any young person. Mm. And that, again, is to try and build confidence with the school community in terms yeah. of what we have in place. Um, do you always eradicate bullying in every single school, in every single area, on every single day? I don't think you do, but you can make it as 
the best system possible for those young people. And it's also changing hearts of minds. So some children that have been through um, St Sampson's, you know, for the last five years may have a very different experience to the younger children that are coming in and no, no different over the course of this year. So there's changing expectations. Um, and without any doubt, yeah. you want to eradicate in terms of bullying, but different people have different experiences at different times. What I don't want you to walk away with is that we don't care about those young people. We absolutely do, and we're working really hard to try and ensure that they feel as comfortable as, as the next child that comes to school. But for some, it takes time to change those hearts and minds in terms of what that is, and it's also building trust that we are going to act on that quickly. And I mean, and that comes on to safeguarding, doesn't it? Yeah. And there was a key reference to safeguarding being kind of the priority obviously there's prominent leaflets downstairs yeah. as people come into the yeah. school so it is a priority Absolutely. i'm presuming it always has been a priority it's just now it's yeah. there's progress it's in more that. secure yeah. is what i would say so the systems and processes that we have in place are more secure they're consistently followed and all staff and students have an awareness of it and i suppose it's it's that consistency of approach mm -hmm. that we've really really built upon over the course of the year Educational outcomes, again, progress being made in those areas, that comes down to the staffing a lot of the time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And there seems to be a lot of new staff. There has been over the last three years, and, and staffing has been quite difficult at times. Mm -hmm. um, some of that has been impacted by COVID, some of it has been impacted by national concern in terms of certain subjects are very, mm -hmm. very difficult to staff. Um, we've been at a very fragile science department, for example, over the last three years. But what I'm really pleased to be able to say is that our recruitment has continued really right from September last year to now in terms of this, this, this last week. And we are in a position where we have secure permanent staffing for mm. September. But um, that, that takes time to ensure that you get the right people. And, and, you don't, and what we have had in the interim period is agency staff that are specialists in those areas. And we couldn't have done without them, uh, without, without any doubt. But you want a permanence to ensure consistency for those young people in terms of moving forward. And that's a concern for parents. You know, they notice a change in staff as well as children. Um, and without any doubt, any head teacher wants permanence in that. We're in a far better place in September. Hope we can continue to yeah. retain those people. As well. So fully staffed across the teaching vacancy from September. Yeah. yeah. Um, the senior leadership team, though, has that completely changed? In That's the completely month? changed, apart from me, um, and, and not um, you know, lots in terms of decisions. There was based on personal circumstances of those individuals. Some of it was to go into new um, educational establishments in terms of what then some were, were retiring at those points. Okay. So you know, different circumstances. What I don't want it to be seen is that you know that was awful then and this is now and the, you know we're riding on our horses in terms of moving <laughs> forwards there's times and places in terms of when people make those decisions um it was just points in their career in terms of where they decided to go what i can say is that we've got a fantastic new team that and it's great that they've all joined at the same time because there's a real sense of purpose in terms of moving forward and the staff have really enjoyed having those people to to look to and and to trust in terms of moving yeah. the school forwards. One area I think we haven't touched on completely is possibly the SEND provision. Yeah. Um, and obviously, St Samson's High is in quite a unique position, I believe, because of the links with Lemuria. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You still work yeah, as do. closely yeah, as you did when the school was yeah. established. Yeah. Um, are there still concerns over SEND provision so, at St Samson's? So not, not necessarily in terms of provision. I think what we can always do is make it better. Um, mm. So our staff have had training over the course of the academic year. 
that was one of the areas for improvement is to increase the amount of training. We've not been able to do that because of COVID and, and yeah. being able to attend in terms of what those things yeah. we have now. We've had specialists, we've had the educational psychology service in, we've had um, Kaya's um, colleagues in doing some training with us. The war outreach has come and done different strategies. So what I would say is we're strengthening those provisions within school and we're ensuring that all staff have the right information about the right children in order to plan their lessons more effectively for those young people. So that again is we're building on those that yeah. practice. Lots of things we've introduced this year, what we now need to do is embed to make sure it's really consistent practice in terms of moving forwards. Okay, I mean as a head teacher you must feel I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it must feel as if you're ending the school year on a high then with this monitoring oh, report. With, without any doubt, it gives you added impetus in terms of a sense of purpose in terms of where you can begin mm -hmm. again in September. Um, and it's always nice to feel as though that the hard work of all of the staff have been recognised. It can't be down to one person in terms of yeah. changing a school. It has to be that everybody is on board and working in the same direction for the good of the young people. And that really has been the note this year is everybody has worked really hard together yeah. and together we've made those changes. From September when the term starts for pupils, I know staff will be working yeah. at some stages throughout the summer holidays, but the new term in September, um, fully staffed, fully staffed. Um, but that's not everything, is it? There's going to be, as you said, that impetus is going to... Absolutely. So, you know, we, we want to continue to develop the curriculum. Um, we've introduced some new schemes of learnings, mm -hmm. um, particularly in maths and science. It's now embedded that and making sure staff are really yeah. trained up in terms of delivery yeah. of that so there's there's lots to do there literacy is in you know an increase in literacy and access to that and a whole school strategy so that everybody understands their role in terms of it's not just an English thing problem mm. it's all the subjects in terms of taking their leads and it's not saying that those things haven't been in place what we trying to do over the course of the next sector is strengthen the procedures that we have in place to ensure that it, it's it's high quality, high expectations and high quality moving forward. See with the Dyslexia Day Centre and the funding changing and being diverted into schools, that starts from September. Is that going to be linked because obviously reading isn't just about whether you're dyslexic or not is it so I wasn't sure if there's so, so it's all sorts of different things so it can be in terms of how to write paragraphs and extend your writing okay. within within there it's expanding the variety of different reading of text that you're doing understanding certain sorts of vocabulary and we have something called tier one and tier two in terms of how expert knowledge really really helps okay. you in, in terms of answering questions and how you employ that into yeah. and, and contextualize it as well so it's all sorts of different strands that make that strategies to enable students to be able to access all sorts of different yeah. sources as they go through thank you for listening to the interview a bailiwick express podcast if you liked what you heard please like and subscribe you can find us on all social media channels, and if you'd like to keep up to date on all the work the Express team does, please sign up to our daily email by visiting gsy.bailiwickexpress.com.